This is Unreddited with Countless Screaming Argonauts for the week of August 8th, 2011. Welcome to Unreddited with Countless Screaming Argonauts, the show that looks at some of our favorite Reddit stories of the week. I'm TFAP, the Fabulous Penguin. And I'm Max. And I am the man from Manhattan. Okay, gentlemen, let's throw it to Max. Max, give us a story that you found on Reddit this week. Today I learned that a small insect, the water boatman, sings with its penis and can reach a volume of 105 <laughs> decibels. They found me out. Max, you always find you always find the penis ones. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked about penises in a long time. I think we're really due. I actually read that one, believe it or not. Yeah, but you and can... I saw the picture that they attached to it. Yeah, that is one ugly insect. Yeah, a lot of insects are ugly. Yeah, well, that but, was one in particular. Banana visit said, "How is this not on every list of trivia everywhere?" <laughs> When I was in college, I went out with a girl from Aspen, Colorado, and she told me that my penis sang, but I think it's kind of different. I don't, it's not really the same thing. She yeah, pretty, it would be different. pretty high most of the time. Yeah, that would be different. Symbiote said, you could say it's a woodwind instrument. <laughs> there you go. There's a little pun for you. Yeah, that was a good one. That was funny. The Aquatic Insects song, this is from Disgustipated. The Aquatic Insects song peaked at 105 decibels, roughly the equivalent to the volume of a pounding jackhammer within arm's reach. <laughs> and then, and then loud. <laughs> followed up with, I wonder how loud Ron Jeremy's penis could sing. <laughs> there you go. Right for the penis jokes, what can I say? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listen, I got one that's a little bit different than that one. No penises. Something to elevate our discussion? Yes, elevate the discussion. Just a hair. This came from self-Reddit. Okay. And um, this person posed this question. said, Uh, what is the most frightening sentence you can imagine? Oh, boy. All right. And... There were there were funny ones, there were meaningful ones, there were crazy ones, and there was one that really reflected what I would have said. All right, my favorite laugh one was Michelle Bachman has been elected president. <laughs> That's Which, supposed I mean, to make us laugh, not cry. Right. <laughs> right. Um, and that was from Lemon Toast. The five dollar shirt said, "I'm pregnant." <laughs> which would scare the crap out of me I know that that's right yep. um, X755X said they shut off your internet yeah which again that would scare me that would be scary yep but the one that got me the one that I this was the one that I thought was uh, 
was the most uh, realistic for me, at least. Red Dawn 1 said, Ma'am, are you the parents of... I'm so sorry there's been an accident. Oh, yeah, well, see, that's... <laughs> you can, you I mean, can that's... think a lot of really awful ones. Right. That's To me, that was the most real, because, I mean, I've had that worry. You know, I mean, I've got two kids... They both, you know, one's graduated from college, one went to college, is going to college now. You know, I mean, they drive, I, you know, I've, they have cars. I, I worry about that all the time. I have been through it, not my own children, of course, but I have uh-huh. pretty much been the deliverer of that message. Mm. It's the worst feeling in the world. I'm sure. I'm sure that yeah, it is. There's, there's no amount of money that would pay me enough to do that job to deliver that message that those guys that have to drive and tell the mother of the marine i mean that that's awful that's yeah yeah i agree i agree so uh manhattan man did you bring a a story to the table yeah actually i did i brought a couple i like reading reddit i'm glad that uh that the penguin turned me on to it about a year ago it's lots of fun uh <laughs> This, one of the sections I read pretty pretty religiously is uh, T.I.L., Today I Learned. And uh, just today, in Today I Learned, uh, they told me that uh, Walmart sells caskets. <laughs> and I, I honestly did not know that, and I kind of didn't believe it. I thought they were just going to, you know, go to a whole big thing about busting Walmart's chops. But there it was, the Walmart online site. With lots of different caskets, starting at about four ninety nine. So, uh-huh. you know, and it, it, some of the comments are pretty amazing. One one guy, um, Brewski on tap, he says, Costco has better prices. You got to be a member though. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I think the best one from Freezy Pop, Freezy Pop says. Do they have a rollback smiley? <laughs> so there's some pretty funny comments. There's a couple hundred comments, and it does its usual thing. It kind of, you know, says, well, Reddit shouldn't be, you know, publishing this and stuff like that. And then somebody says, you know, pretty much, give me a fucking break. It's Walmart. Come on. You know? <laughs> it's pretty funny because they, they do have, have caskets. And then the, the comment is pointed out that they also have – Pet urns. So they have urns. How much uh, does a pet earn? Oh, about three fifty an hour. Two eighty. Yeah, there you go. I have have to add a personal note to this one. Um, I knew that they sold caskets. Now, the reason I knew it was because one of my functions in work is to help families set up burials and burial accounts and funerals and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you have to do that. I have to do that. And um, I was dealing with a very difficult family and a very expensive funeral home. And in the course of the negotiation with the gentleman, he said, well, you know, this casket's going to run you about $2,700 or something like that. He said, but you know, you can get one at Walmart for four ninety nine if that's what the family <laughs> wants. And I said, that's interesting. And I went and I looked it up. And sure enough, you can get caskets starting at about 500 bucks at Walmart. And I just thought that was fascinating. But those are the ones made in Yugoslavia. 
<laughs> right. The the one leg is longer than the other, you know, kind of kind of thing. They're not quite square. Right. You know? But we're not talking about Uncle Bob now. We're talking about the caskets. <laughs> Right. Well, but I'll tell you what, there is actually, uh, there is running around my family actual measurements and plans for a very simple casket, you know, made of wood. And I have a couple of brothers-in-law who are pretty talented in that area, and uh, I should get them on this stick the way my chest feels right about now to get building. <laughs> yep, I can understand that too. But there were a lot, of, a lot of good comments on that one. It was a good kind of Reddit read to scroll down and get the comments, and then the comments on the comments. That's fun to do. We got a comment on the uh, on the Reddit site stating, uh, making a suggestion that we start providing links to these stories. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to try to put links in the uh, on the blog so that people can uh, click the story. Because I mean, that would be a funny one to look at if you were looking for some entertainment. I'm sure there's some good... Uh, and after all, that's why we're here. Right. That um, is a good idea. Somebody actually commented on that. That's cool. That's good. Yeah, yeah, they did. I thought that was really neat. Um, I got one for you that I thought was pretty interesting. Have either of you gentlemen seen this week's Newsweek cover? Uh, yes. Not. Yes. Okay. It's a picture of Michelle Bachman. Now, Max, how would you describe that picture? Well, I saw it on Morning Joe, and they compared it to the promotional image from the 40-year-old version. It's goofy. It's goofy. It's, I have not heard goofy. It's a goofy-looking uh, picture. I had, I, I've seen people refer to it as faraway eyes. Well, yes, yeah, she's, she's not focusing... She's not focusing on anything at all, right? She's out there somewhere. It's like, you know how sometimes you take a, a beat to gather your thoughts between sentences? Yep. And that's what she was doing. She was kind of looking up. Maybe she was halfway to looking up. You know, you look up in the air, up and to the left, to remember things. And they caught her in that. Right. Before I get to the comments that were made, my question to you is, is, do you think that she had any approval voice in what picture was used of her? Oh, no. You no. don't think so? So you Not think Newsweek just did that? Yeah, yeah, because they had, uh, they had uh, the woman with the British accent who just took over Newsweek on the TV, and she was defending it. Uh-huh. And while I didn't hear her say it specifically... It, it was it, the whole point of that part of the conversation was you did this on purpose. Uh, they see, said, I think it's, yeah, I think it's likely that the national print media is not going to open that door. They are not going to say you get to pick the picture you want us to run. It's right. just not going to happen. Sure, but there's supposed to be one a certain amount of civility. And two, uh, by the mainstream media, the real mainstream media, um, a lack of bias. And, right. And it, it doesn't show that. In every picture she's, where she's had a chance to sort of do her makeup, she's made up. We talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't have any makeup on in this picture. 
No, I, you know, you know, she doesn't. Um, I, my my thought was, Max, I know you're a photographer, so I know that you'll understand this next statement. All right. If that was the best picture of her that they had, then that was a crummy photographer. Right, right. But, yeah. but the other option is just as difficult to contemplate that that was chosen on purpose to um, make her look bad. To, to make her look bad, yeah. Yeah, I, so it clearly but, was. Uh, I mean, you know me; I'm a I'm a wild-eyed lefty, but I don't think that picture was fair. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's good. Um, I got three comments that I read in Reddit. Um, what was interesting about this was that there was about four or five different threads. Several of them had just one or two comments. This one had over over eighty comments or so. Um, but I just pulled out three that were my uh, my personal favorites. Golden Ruler said, seeing the look coming out of her eyes helps me understand the words that come out of her mouth, <laughs> which I thought was great. I thought that was great. Um, well, this is the thing. It's not the first image or discussion of the lady that would in one way or another suggest that she's at least partially out to lunch. Right. Yeah. I, I am, I am proud of our Max for making two, uh, two statements already on the podcast today about about fairness and equity to the right. I think it's great, but it, it's not hard work to depict this woman as out to lunch. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. And, and this not. commentator has described her as batshit insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, Freshen said, I think the strangest part of the cover isn't her eyes, but the fact that the caption says, quote, and the evils of government, unquote, yet she would love to be elected president of said government. Hmm. And there were a couple of comments along that vein that, that she is really campaigning on this government is evil Platform and basically she's saying government is evil. Elect me to government. Right. Well, and and Newt Gingrich has been doing that for years. Ronald Reagan huh? did it. Reagan was the first to get traction with the government is not the answer. The government is the problem. And then he right. became the head of the government. It's, it's right. patently hypocritical. Sure. Just like your story last week about her. Borrowing, or actually, I guess it was. Oh yeah, the thing about uh, yeah, her uh, her getting money from Fannie Mae. Right, and and being against you know government lending. Right. And government borrowing. It's it's no good except when it's for me. Right. Yep. And then my favorite comment, Max, and, and I bring this up. This one's just for you. Okay, malcontented said. Bat period, shit period, <laughs> crazy period. <laughs> well, so yeah. Was... yeah. She she lost. Well, she probably lost me a lot earlier. But the final straw was when she said that the census is against the Constitution. Right. I understand. But I that's still one, to me that's one of the least troublesome <laughs> comments that she. No, I'm serious. Yeah. You know, like it's it's kind of like. If you make a mistake and show that you're not ready for high office, 
maybe some Alaskan woman did that, not in the too distant past. I, you know, uh-huh. sure. But that one, okay, so she doesn't get the census law. That doesn't really bother me relative to a lot of the other things that she's spouted. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah, in the grand scheme of things, that comment is, although reflective of her ignorance, lack of qualification to 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 be uh, in the in the Oval Office, it's there's a lot more scary ones. It's right. relatively harmless. Yeah, there's a lot more scary yeah. ones. Yeah. 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 Well, you're right, but she's very attractive. <laughs> So, Max, do you have another one, or would you like me to go with one? I do. Uh, I have another silly one. Sure, go ahead. Today I learned after leading the pack through the 2.4-mile swim, 112-mile bike, and the first 21 miles of the 26.2-mile run, John Dunbar lost his lead in the first-ever Ironman triathlon. Because his crew ran out of water to give him, and switched to beer. He became drunk and started running into parked cars. <laughs> I saw that story. You know what the first thing that came to my mind is? I wonder just if that's really true or apocryphal. Um, Did you check to see where the quote came from or the information came from? It, it came from someone named Ubuntu Cake, which is a great name, <laughs> and, uh, from a webpage called Ironman.com. And uh, there's a lot of it, it. The commentary gets into a lot of uh, the the physiology of triathlons. Mm-hmm. But B Dog Two G Two says studies have shown that one or two beers after running or any other endurance exercise will rehydrate the average athlete faster than water or sports drinks. After two or so. The law of diminishing returns kicks in, and <laughs> I'm thinking that's what happened here. Yeah, but do we really think that he had more than 24 ounces of cold ones there in the last five miles? <laughs> Who yeah, knows? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, water stops are, I think, every five miles. I think. I don't know what they offered for the triathlon. That's what they were for the New York Marathon. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd so it sounded like he had a support team, though, and I wonder if they could just be wherever they want to be and just give him whatever they want to give him. The That's, other thing is, you're a triathlete, so you're probably not knocking back the brewskis every Thursday night. So right. his tolerance is pretty low. And if he ran out of water, he's probably getting a little bit dehydrated, which would get the alcohol into his system very, very quickly. It says the first ever Ironman, so you know maybe they weren't. Totally with it. It was it was fluid. They wanted to hydrate him. Sure, sure. Godius Maximus said, I drank a beer at about mile 24 of a marathon. It was, without exception, the best fucking beer ever. <laughs> well, I've always said, I've always said the best thing to drink on a hot summer day is a cold beer. I mean, everybody knows that. It sure tastes good. I've always thought it was a bad idea because... It's actually uh, diuretic, right? It helps you get rid of water. Mm-hmm. But I am going to ask that we cease and desist because otherwise I'm no longer going to remain on the podcast. <laughs> 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 All 
Right. Well, <laughs> uh, um, I I don't know. Uh, I can I prove it? No. Uh, I'll I'll check. It sounds it. interesting. It really sounds interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it would be funny if it's true, right? <laughs> yeah. Fuck it, I'm on. Yeah, it says, yeah, fuck it, we'll do it drunk. <laughs> but, I mean, can you picture this guy, I mean, running into cars and stuff the last couple of miles? Yeah, it sounds a little a little far-fetched. Um, yeah. I don't know. But I like the story anyway. And it, it, it's today I learned it's ostensibly these have to be true. Right. Right. So, listen, our time is almost up, but I got one more that I just wanted to just – Throw out there real, real quick. All right. Okay. Somebody else in uh, in self asked Reddit said, "What fictional character would you most like to have a drink with?" Oh boy. And there was the was the normal there was the normal mistakes. Like somebody said, Rand McNally said Abraham Lincoln. Uh, hello, he's he was real. Fictional character. Really. He, was, <laughs> he was real. Um. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people said Doctor Who, which would make sense on Reddit. Um, Zbreak2010 said Atticus Finch, which I thought was interesting. I love that character. I like that. Now, he'd be I a like real that. interesting person to talk about that trial with. But you know Atticus Finch didn't drink. Well, he could just sit there and have a have a, a nice, cool um, seltzer. Well, he's talking maybe, to John Dunbar. Maybe with a splash of lime or something. There you go. Man Man McVack said Phil Bill Murray from Groundhog Day, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was, was pretty cute. And I just – on our way out, I just wanted to ask you guys that same question. If you had the chance to go to a bar and have a, a drink with a, a fictional character, who would it be? Wow. That's – I see. I, I think I need some time to, to think. Uh, I Roy thought of, Hobbs. I wrote yeah. one. This Roy, that's a good one. I wrote one and and posted it to the thing, and it was Indiana Jones. Can yeah. you imagine stories that he would tell after he had a few beers? Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't know. Uh, my first thought, which is always my first thought when anybody says anything fictional, is. T.S. Garp. Well, you know, Garp would be a real interesting person to talk to. But Roberta sure. would probably be more interesting, right? Uh, well. Probably. Probably. <laughs> well, gentlemen, listen, thank you very, very much. Uh, we'd like to uh, once again thank Talk Radio Reddit for this opportunity to uh, to get us on the intertubes. And we look forward to uh, to doing this again next week. Ah, uh, bullshit. We look forward to being rich and famous. Well, we look forward to that, too. All right.
Hi, this is Miss Nicole of 8 Beer Sampler Productions. You've been listening to Max and T-Fab-P, the fabulous penguin of Countless Screaming Argonauts, the podcast of record. Listen to their podcast adventures at csapodcast.blogspot.com or download it free from the iTunes Podcast Store. Just search Countless Screaming Argonauts. The boys love to hear from you, so email them at csapodcast at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to show your allegiance to the show, pick up some CSA swag and help make the boys famous. You can purchase hats, shirts, and mugs, along with other appropriate gear, at Cafe Press. Click the link on their webpage. And thanks for listening. Well, I have a, a story from David Frum, a uh, conservative columnist who worked for the Bush administration. And he says... I'm a Republican, always have been. I believe in free markets, low taxes, reasonable regulation, and limited government. But as I look back at the weeks of rancor leading up to Sunday night's last-minute budget deal, I see some things I don't believe in. Forcing the United States to the verge of default. Shrugging off the needs and concerns of millions of unemployed. Protecting every single loophole, giveaway, and boondoggle in the tax code as a matter of fundamental conservative principle. Massive budget cuts in the midst of the worst recession since World War II, and I am not alone. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was a difficult two weeks, wasn't it? It's it's been crazy. Uh, you know, they they just disagreed for the sake of disagreeing. And it, uh, and I, it's not all Republicans. That's the thing. There are intelligent, rational Republicans, and there are knee-jerk Tea Partiers. And I saw I saw a thing today, an article today, that was talking about over the weekend, over this past weekend, there was some sort of tea powder rally. Yeah. And somebody who was giving a talk mentioned that you know that this this could have sent the United States into economic disaster, and the crowd cheered. Yeah. <laughs> wow. They just they just don't get it. Wow. <laughs> How do you explain that? By you know, when bananas cost $9 a pound and gasoline is 25 bucks a gallon, people are going to, you know, they're going to finally come to the conclusion that maybe this wasn't the right way to approach this. I think that's right. He, he has a number of points. Uh, I'll look at a couple here. The first one is unemployment. That was the official Tea Party calling the Penguin. <laughs> what he said, I just, you know. They're mad. They're mad as hell. They're not going to take it anymore. Uh, you think you got the privacy of your own home, but forget it. It was what was that? Thirty seconds? <laughs> not even. Somebody's listening to us. That's right. The Department of Homeland Security. Somebody. Yeah. So anyway, what kind of comments did you did you read off of Reddit? Did, was there interesting ones? I don't have comments from Reddit. It it, it flipped it to. A CNN.com article, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We may tracks, want to, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, we may want to pop this one out. All right. Um, you got, why don't you go with one of your other ones? Good stuff. Good stories. Well, listen, the, the boatman thing with the insects was a great story. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. You, you can't go wrong with a penis story. Well, the, the most interesting thing is is that is when somebody brings up a uh, a thread that 
somebody else has looked at. I looked at that thread. Yeah. I, and I it included like, this ugly, ugly, ugly picture of the of the insect. It was horrible. Yeah, I have the picture right here. I decided to no, oh yeah, not look at it. It's it's a bug. It's it's a kind of yeah, a beetle, a, right? Right, yeah. Well yeah, sort of a beetle kind of thing. Yep. Very strange. It's, it's ugly dick. <laughs> And of course, a Walmart any any Walmart story I think is uh, is good for a laugh. Yeah, very least. And the the Iron Man Iron Man thing apparently is true. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, what goes through your mind if you're a support person and you run out of water and you substitute beer? I mean, what are you thinking? You know, <laughs> get some water from somebody else. I mean, you know, it's liquid. You know, yeah, stop probably running stop thinking, that. give me a drink. Stop in the Cumbies and buy some Gatorade. <laughs> uh, it was 1988. 